0: Hey, I'm Daniel, a political activist and campaigner turned management consultant turned coach. And this is PoliticWise, the podcast where politics meets personal development. Let's face it, it's easy to criticize those in politics. But being in politics is not an easy ride. And yet for many who make the leap, it's worth it. They can make a real difference. So how can we have both? How can we make a difference while at the same time showing up as the best version of ourselves? It's a question that's been with me for the last 20 years. First, when I started out as an activist leading an NGO, then when I did a PhD in politics, and later when I quit my job in consulting to help build up a political movement and run an election campaign. and Today, as I coach young leaders who want to make a difference while staying true to themselves... I know the answers are out there. So join me on this podcast. We'll hear from political leaders, from psychologists, neuroscientists, philosophers about their findings and experiences. And together, we learn about the ideas, mindsets, and tools of wise people in politics and beyond. Let's go. My guest today is city councillor of the great city of Frankfurt since 2021. And she's responsible for digitalization, citizen services, participation, and EU topics. I hope I translated this correctly. Uh, she was one of the frontrunners in the European elections 2019 and the municipal elections 2021 in Frankfurt for Volt Europa. And my guest today is Eileen O'Sullivan. And Eileen, it's a real pleasure to have you on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much uh, for the introduction and for having me.
0: Eileen uh, I saw you earlier you are in the office right now um, but it's very sunny outside and summer is coming up
1: uh,
0: <laughs> do politicians have, uh, have vacation do, do you have anything planned and <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so we get um, holidays like everyone else but we can only take them in a certain time so when there's a holiday in, um, in Hesse in my case um, but we do get time off uh, and it's definitely necessary to take it and I will be gone this summer for a couple of weeks, um, sort of while the administration is working a little bit slower due to the summer break, uh, to, to, you know, put it into those words. Um, but I don't know where I'm going to go yet, but I know that I need to leave the city and go somewhere else for a bit, Yeah.
0: Even though Frankfurt, so I, I myself I am from Frankfurt, so I'm a bit biased in that again, it's a beautiful city also in the summer, but I can understand. Um Alina, I, I thought uh, how to start this um this this conversation and I uh, and I thought back at actually the first time we met. And I, I don't I don't know if you know, we met or remember. Uh, we met um in Frankfurt, obviously, uh, at the university, Campus West End.
1: I remember.
0: Yeah. You know you know what we were doing uh, there?
1: Yes, we were doing a listening tour.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, so listening tour uh, just for listeners just briefly is like we we go up to people uh and back then I remember there were hardly there was hardly anyone outside must have been vacation or just a weekend and you go up to people and you start a conversation, right? Ask questions about different different topics. And so it's something <laughs> it's something, hey, yeah, you, you need to have some confidence, right? You need to get over yourself to do it. I, I, I remember for me, it was always a bit of a challenge. And when I looked at you back then, my first impression was it was not a challenge at all. You just went up to people. Um, how, how did how, how did do you have that in in, in memory?
1: And um, i <laughs> I remember being very nervous actually. Um, I remember it very differently. (laughs) Um, I remember it was, I think it was the four of us on campus and it was a very sunny day, but there were not a lot of people there because I think everyone was on holidays. Um, And I remember that I found it quite hard to actually walk up to people um, and found myself inspired by the fact that I was the only one not talking to someone, I think at some stage. And every, like you three other people were like working away and I thought okay I need to do this and then I guess I got over myself when I did it too but I would definitely maybe I looked more confident than I was I definitely was I was very insecure <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so percep- my perception was different than our our memories are different different on that and and so I I, I also thought about about that moment because my, my thought and let me know what you think of this was um you know this being being in a new situation that's uncomfortable and doing something mm. that you're unused to i guess is something that you come across repeatedly now that you are in mm. politics uh, perhaps even on a daily basis so um is is it like that or how, how is it how, how is it like for you
1: um yeah i definitely think my life is changed a lot since uh, September last year in that way um, in that in the past maybe I um, sort of proactively tried to make it a point to do something that I was afraid of every day or something new at least um, and now it just happens <laughs> so I don't really have the choice um, of you know going head forward with something that I haven't done before necessarily because basically I do something new every day or um, even publicly speaking in front of a new group of um individuals is always you know exciting and um a challenge I think so you're sort of thrown into the cold water um every day and it's not necessarily a choice anymore so that does happen a lot definitely and I would say politics is a is an area where that would probably happen more often than in other areas of life Mm. Yeah. yeah
0: Yeah, so, so, so at, at some point it was a choice to do it, perhaps when you, when you were a candidate, right? Uh, you needed to push yourself perhaps a little bit more than, than right now, that it's like part of the job.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, it's sort of like as a candidate, you have the option to be as um, present and as proactive as you want to be. You can sort of choose to maybe take a step back on a day or at a networking event. Whereas in this role as part of the government of Frankfurt, I need to represent the city and it is not an option, um, Mm. you know, to not perform and to not speak to individuals because it's not about, it's not about a political party or yourself as a candidate anymore. It is now about like representing a city. So Mm. um, it's your duty, you know, to, to do so. So it has definitely changed a lot. Mm.
0: And that, I, I can I can imagine that makes it easier, right? Because it's not it's not anymore just about you. And perhaps you're like the feeling of this is uncomfortable for me, it's it's now about yeah, it's about the city, city of Frankfurt for you.
1: Um, I feel like the pressure is higher. I definitely have to say, because um as a candidate for a smallish party, you know that there's no prejudice. There's nothing that individuals expect for you to do or not do. Um, and so like, you can go and say basically whatever you want, and it'll be new to individuals anyway. And you can, you know, um, propagate things that others maybe haven't talked about, like further integration of the EU and, um, you know, that you're doing it because that's sort of what you have to, that's the direction that drives you internally. Whereas now with the job, I have to say, like, of course, I have a drive to make specific things happen. But at the same time, people meet you with a very different expectation, as in to the level of like professionalism all the way to. And fair enough. So, I mean, obviously, citizens expect a lot from their public administration and their governments Um but as such, you're constantly being measured on the level of, which is very new to me. Um, but what does make it easier is exactly what you said, that you're not a, like a person as such in the role. Like if someone comments on something that has been going on in the city of Frankfurt, there's no need for me to take it personally. Mm-hmm. Whereas as a candidate, sort of if you perform poorly and someone criticizes like what your party stands for, like if your heart is in it, that can be a bit like, it could be, I guess, more personal. But I, I think it's also the circumstances and like being in an office, working with people that m- makes it more professional with this job. And so it's easier to sort of um, split the personality from, from the role in the politician, you know, even though it's still hard.
0: Yeah, because it, 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 so- it sounds easy. It sounds like s- simple to, to do that. That that separation between it's like I the the person, whoever that is, and the different perhaps elements of the personality, and then and then Eileen the politician. But what I what I hear from you is that one thing that helps you is um, this professional setup, right? You've got an office, you've got people who you're working with. Uh, and they and they and they perhaps see you more as as Eileen, as uh, as Aline the politician, I I guess.
1: I think it's like, um, so the people that I work with personally in my own office, um, they they obviously also know the person behind the role, but those are people that I work with on a daily basis. But I know that if I'm um, in a committee and I'm reporting on something and the opposition goes ahead and, you know, uh, says we haven't done this or that, I I know that with my team I've done the best that I could at the time that I have so there's no need to take it personal but it's so easy also for me to say it right now because in the situation it's extremely hard mm-hmm. it's very easy to talk about it in an abstract manner but it's still really tough Um, to be fairly honest so it, even yes the professionalism definitely helps and you have people that you know um, can take calls from the press for you, and as such protect you because you can't be quoted if if they're talking, you know, to reporters or whatever. And that definitely helps to prepare better and have more control over what you're sort of bringing into the world or into the city and to the citizens. But uh, yeah, it's it's it as you said, it sounds so much easier, and it's easy to talk about in abstract, but when you're in this situation, it's definitely tougher than I think I'm making it sound. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's also, I I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, uh, um, perhaps, I don't know if it's, I, I didn't know, know that, or I have that so, so much in mind that and the whole setup around you is, is, is I mean, it's a support for you, right? Um, not just in getting yeah. the work done, obviously, because um, you need the administration, you need the people, people you yeah. can trust, but also, um supporting you personally being able to, to fulfill this role.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, (laughs) it starts from, um, you know, one of our uh, personal assistants, she takes care of of my calendar and stuff, but she would also be the one to walk in at noon and say, Hey, you haven't had lunch and throw me out (laughs) of the office and say, go get lunch and go for a walk. That kind of thing is, um, you know, they just, (laughs) look out for you and um try to help try to make you have the circumstances that you need in order to deliver the best job that you can and so that really changes things because in a political party you obviously also have teams working so hard voluntarily doing all these things um but you know it's it's different when you do 24 7 and um Day by day, because you do get quite close with the people around you, and um, if you see them every day. Yeah.
0: Um, as as you were describing your your, your day, I was thinking, uh, well, you know, uh, you're in this role since September. Uh, you wanted to be in this role. Um, do you enjoy it, or do you <laughs> do you like mm-hmm. being? Do you like doing this?
1: Um. I do. I'm, I have so much respect for the responsibility. I have to say that sometimes it's hard to enjoy it because, um, I mean, we're, you know, Vault is a small, young political party which sort of still has the underdog status. So people expect for us to be different from all the others, which I think is great. Um, and at the same time, we don't really have a system that we can look towards to say oh this is how we've done it in the past like we've never in in frankfurt officially they call our title very fancy deputy mayor but we haven't we haven't had any deputy mayors we haven't had any mayors and we have our first city councillors all over europe now um but we're all learning these things for the first time Mm. (laughs) so um so there's a lot of pressure i have to say but at the same time i'm so i feel so blessed to be able to bring ideas in and help facilitate people to empower themselves here in the public administration, which I don't think happens a lot, or like culturally historically, I guess. Um, and at the same time, looking towards the parliament and the citizens and giving them a voice and enhancing the citizens' voice too. I think that's, you know, it's it's bigger than yourself. So it's, yeah, it has a different level of of meaning I guess to me so it's not necessarily it's a meaningful job and it's not happy-go-lucky all day but that's not what you're meant to expect you know what I mean yeah. so I do enjoy it but it's not like a I'm constantly happy and enjoying it and hopping around the place like I love this job um but it's it it, it doesn't make you laugh 24
0: seven, you know? <laughs> sounds like I'm not a father, right? But it sounds like parenting, right? I think parents wouldn't say I, I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy doing this, but there's, there's something, there's a, there's another meaning, right? There's a deeper meaning. perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> perhaps the word was wrong from, from, from me. It, it, it also sounds complex. You're, you're mentioning all these different stakeholders, you know, I mean, citizens, press, your office, uh, the party, Parliament yeah. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, it's a lot of people with a lot of opinions <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of different views and expectations, and you have to communicate with everyone because i mean in I guess in in politics, to me, I think a lot of issues that we have is with um sort of politicians not communicating enough, I think, or not communicating the right. like i was just having a conversation with my head of office um, today here anup and we talked about how to me i i was always so frustrated with politics because i never understood why things weren't moving faster Mm. now someone had explained to me what the structures are or the needs or the processes and you know what what kind of bottlenecks even our european or national german law sort of Gives us that we need to work with. I think I would have had a better understanding and as such more patience for processes and mm. would have tuned my expectations. So I think that's definitely something that, um, that needs to be done more. I felt like I didn't answer the question and I can't remember what it was.
0: No, (laughs) but yeah, it's a different topic. Yeah. Like citizens, citizen education, right? Like uh, what what are the expectations that citizens have of, of, of politics? Um, And even, even in in our small party vault, right? Uh, It's very, very ambitious, very visionary still. And back then, and these bold, goals and then you're in politics and you're finding out, yeah, perhaps it takes t- takes more time. It's a bit more complicated because of perhaps partly because of all these stakeholders.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure like there's definitely um, still a need to be visionary in also tuning expectations just because, you know, um, digitalizing specific things in the city of Frankfurt takes time. Doesn't mean you don't want to do it. Doesn't mean we shouldn't look to, Estonia and see how great their e-government systems are or you know there's so much great citizen empowerment um, happening through digitalization in Barcelona but we're so far away from that in Frankfurt but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't have these visions we just need to explain what we need to do to get there and where we are and why it takes this long you know but I think that goes for the citizens as well as the parliament because everyone here in Frankfurt does it voluntarily so you know Mm. people don't have 40 hours a week to understand all the public administrative structures. And with over 14,000 people working in the city of Frankfurt, we have quite complex structures. So it's understandable that they don't all understand everything because they cannot, not even I will be able, would be able to tell you which kind of different, um, you know, uh, offices we have in every single place within Frankfurt. It's impossible. Um, but I think there needs to be a job done by politics to communicate more so um, and be more transparent, because I think that'll just lead us to more, um, to better results, you know, because we can actually work together and not pretend like we can speed up digitalization and go twice as fast as we can. But again, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't want to get there and communicate that also.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, we're talking about, you know, uh, politics and what, what you perhaps expected going into it and then finding out perhaps it was a bit different. What What, what is perhaps, what are, what are your surprises? What was Eileen surprised about uh, at the, at the beginning, perhaps still um, both in a positive way or a negative way about how politics actually, actually is.
1: I think so many of them, I think, My biggest surprise is how personal politics is. And, um, I, I don't say that in a positive way, actually. (laughs) Mm. So I think a lot of decisions that are made are made due to personal preference, but not necessarily because for example, it's scientifically proven that this works best. Um, I, I, that's, you know, that's sad, but I guess that's the way it is. And, uh, keep trucking to make it better (laughs) Um, and uh, that for one then also I think I personally was surprised here to see um, how tough it can be to have this big sort of construct of of a city and its offices to um, actually make like coordinate and make people work together And that is due to the, I guess, first reason, because a lot of people go in and often are heavily ego-focused, I feel. And so different offices would be stopped and doing things because someone else would have to be the collaborator on the other end, you know, and politically they wouldn't want that. And that's what I found very surprising, because I always assumed that it was more about uh, what we actually have to do. That was a bit disappointing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, It sounds like, you know, who, um, the, the perspective is, uh, are are they on my team? And then, and then I can perhaps uh, work, work with them perhaps better and not so much focused on the topic itself or the problem itself. Yeah,
1: Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I found it surprising. I mean that some may say that's probably naive, but I genuinely thought that there, I knew that there was going to be some of that. I didn't know it was um, that present. And I think, what I have to say I um I found um positively surprising was uh that a lot of people and especially other cities and public administrations um look towards underdogs such as us in in, in Vault, I guess. Um or to me, in my case, how I noticed this was that a lot of people um were drawn in by the attention that we got because we're small, we're a small party. It's unusual for us to have an executive office that we run. Um, and it, it was also unusual for them to have a 25-year-old run an office. And so I personally am positively surprised by how little disruption, I guess, in the workplace itself it caused that there's someone much younger than your usual person doing this you know mm. i thought there was going to be more um i guess prejudice yeah. <laughs> from the public administration but yeah happy to see that that actually wasn't the case
0: okay i mean what what else can you tell us about Especially for those listening, right? And then perhaps they're passionate about politics, they're thinking about it. But perhaps I also know that it, it can be quite challenging, you know, looking at famous politicians, um, who, who are in the public eye, yeah. Yeah uh, what what, um, what can you tell us about how you what you do to just remain Eileen to, you know, for you to yeah to be able to do this job and and stay, healthy and sane and happy as a, as a human Mm. being at the same time.
1: So I, um, I will start with admitting that I struggled with this so much in the first, I think, three to four months of the job. Um, it was very tough. Um, everything was new. Every situation was new. I had constant anxiety, (laughs) as I was sitting at my desk in the office and my heart was racing and I thought like oh my god this is there's it, it, it just never stops you know mm. um and so what I I did do is I actually did try to look for a couple of people that I could talk to about this and see how they did it and I also talked to our uh, member of the European Parliament Damian and um I asked him for advice because I knew when he went to the European Parliament that would have been all like really new and politics, doing politics in a party and publicly is very different, I feel. Um, Because you have really high expectations towards yourself too, and everyone else does too, fair enough so. Um, But like, I think my own, I had to adjust the expectation that I have towards myself, because I thought I could do everything at once. And when I wasn't, I felt like I was failing. And you can't be doing everything at once. Ever so you're constantly failing and letting yourself down (laughs) so I had to get out of that mindset um I actually um now go to a leadership coach regularly and I talk to her um and she sort of helps me find coping mechanisms to sort of roam around in this very odd public but also sort of personal sphere um that you're in i guess when you're someone in, publicly in politics um so what i recently got into was hiking <laughs> um and i have to say i that has really really given me so much to to be out of the city and to be grounded and uh, i just i have to say i've really grown to love forests so that's something that I, you know, I make a plan to find a place that I want to go hiking. And then that's my goal that I can look forward to every day when I go to work. I'm like, there's going to be a tough day, but I know that I can go to hike here and that'll be beautiful. And, you know, I can leave things behind. And I think I got some really good advice because I struggled a lot with um, separating my, me as a person from the role that I have, because It is so odd, like it's your, your face in the newspaper, but you know, they're talking about your role periodically, but it's you. Yeah, (laughs) It's so hard to, uh, to me, it is so hard to separate that and and then, you know, combined with all these expectations. So what, what someone actually said to me, who has been in politics was no one's going to pay you after whatever time you stop working in the evening to worry about what's been going on in the day and no one's going to pay you on the weekends and no one's going to say thank you for that and no one's going to see it hear it or appreciate it so why are you doing this to yourself and i thought yeah that's such a good point yeah um I mean, that's such a good point yeah. this
0: this 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 downtime thing right that, that that's yeah. you know is, and you, usually in normal jobs you, you you can at some point you know stop working and if yeah. you close your laptop if you close your phone and you don't get those email you know notifications work notifications you're not on tv right or you're not on, on the radio yeah. or you're not perhaps on a newspaper and yeah. as someone in politics, that's perhaps perhaps not the case. Perhaps similarly with celebrities, you know. Um, so yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, I'm re- I'm I'm responsible for the IT infrastructure of the city. And if something happens on the weekend, like I I can't not be reachable. So I always have to carry my work phone with me on the weekends too, just in case someone hacks the IT systems of the city, so we cannot start panicking, you know. Um. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily help with, um, with chilling out, I guess, and time off, but you need to set boundaries at least in, in your head. And, you know, when you see on the weekend, you got an email and it's not, you know, it's not on a relevant topic. Like I need to force myself not to open it. And I've gotten quite good at that <laughs> actually like saying, no, this is something for Monday, Yeah. but it can be, it can be difficult, especially like, um, as as a representative of the city obviously you know events don't don't not take place just because usually you work from Monday to Friday so sometimes you'd have things on the weekend too um, and you you might have a six-day week or a seven-day week and you would be working on the weekends for six hours also so I don't it just makes it quite difficult but um yeah again it's like finding these time offs as you said taking a step away from it consciously Um, I actually moved out of the city center a couple of months ago because I needed my peace in the evening and I needed really good sleep (laughs) um and that's definitely helped and then I guess like one of the things that has really helped me um which may sound silly but makes a lot of sense to me now that I've done it for a bit is um definitely try to separate as many of my work clothes as I do from my private clothes because when I put on like my work blazer I can then be the role that I have to be and when I'm in a committee and someone like says I haven't done this or that or that was terrible or you know I'm not doing my job then I know that I can take it as the role and it's not a personal thing and it's not a personal attack to me and it's sort of like my blazer would catch that you know it's a bit like a shield yeah, yeah. so yeah sure. that's sort of that's really helped me to put on my blazer and be like yep I'm in this role now and it's no longer about myself it's about what I'm doing in the city
0: yeah but that, yeah that's it's always cool.
1: easier said than done
0: and, and funny at the same time right like how, how human beings um, need these <laughs> things and how, how, <laughs> how things like that work actually <laughs> they work
1: um, yeah, I get what we did as kids, right? When we like role play and be, I don't know, like a soldier or whatever. Yeah. Sort of like you put your your um, weaponry on and your your armor and you go into battle. Yeah. And then when you come home, you take it off and you're like, Oof, okay, another yeah. one, another one I survived.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah and 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 i can't stop thinking of like the first there were so, so many things that you mentioned and then the first thing um, still is on my mind where you said that it's about you know managing those expectations that you have of yourself mm. and um I, I read a, I read a book about uh, power and, and what it does to, to human beings, right, in the brain, mm. um, and especially for someone who has political power. And what it does is you get this impression that you can control things much more than you possibly can, mm. right? So that, that that's an effect that it has on you. Even, you know, you thinking you're being more confident when you're just throwing a dice, yeah? yeah.
1: Um,
0: people with power, ha- you know, think <laughs> – they are, they are better than luck. So mm-hmm. it sounds like such an important thing that you mentioned to to you know manage that and then control that a little bit, um, especially when you have power.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, we we have an example of someone, I guess, uh, sort of having too much power for a long time oh, yeah. <laughs> currently <laughs> in our local <laughs> politics. Um, and I think it's quite easy to stray, like stray off the path of wanting to do the best that you genuinely want to do as a human <clears throat> and just getting lost in, in this power construct that you're given. And I have to say, this is something that I haven't really cracked in politics and I don't know if I ever will, but I, I find it so hard that um, citizens expect things that are just humanly not possible from politicians And at the same time, politicians communicate as though they could do more than one could expect, you know? (laughs) So it's sort of one system feeds into the next. And I don't really understand that because every politician is a person um, that is made out of the the same, you know, sort of human tissue and has the same sort of 24 hours a day. I don't quite understand why um, we exceed expectations and in both ways, because I think that's how you start feeling like you're not like this regular human being, but actually you're something bigger. Like, I think that's a downward spiral. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, hard to explain.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I think, I, I think I, I understand. At the same time I don't right because I'm not in politics. Um, mm. yeah. and yeah all i can think of is patience right you've you've been in office for not not even a year and and at the same time i hear so many um and not talking about everything you've done so far but even you know your own reflections on 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 politics itself and and how you how you cope and can be effective as someone in office um yeah perhaps perhaps coming coming to uh, to a close if yeah if 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 you've got anything to share with with listeners, right? And, and people who might think about running for office um, or just mm-hmm. stepping up their involvement in politics, whether it's in a party or movement, um, anything beyond what you've shared? And there's been so much, so many things actually already, but anything that you haven't mentioned, you think, okay, this might be good advice for someone in that situation?
1: Um. This may be the advice probably everyone gives, <laughs> um, but I think, um, and I, this probably goes for most leadership positions, but maybe even more so for politics, is that people who are politicians and aren't executive offices are also just humans, <laughs> and they may it may seem like they're doing like extraordinary things but that doesn't mean that you can't also do that like until I came into this position I always thought like wow how do people like their brains must be so big but <laughs> but like and surely they are <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time it it's like you know if if a 25 year old can walk into the fifth biggest city of Frankfurt of, of Germany and and you know, try to make a bit of a change, then even if it's just the message that young people can do something, that's already broken some ice, you know? Yeah. And so I think we, like, especially women, young people, uh, individuals that are part of marginalized groups, like, there's such a need for more of us in politics. And so I don't think we should be intimidated by how other people make politics seem like this extraordinary job that only specific people can do. I don't think that's true. I really don't. And I think more people can do it than other people make us believe as, as a society. So go for it. No one's supernatural and um, everyone's voice is so important.
0: Naili, thanks. thanks for being, being on the podcast and having the conversation with me. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Honored to be a guest.
0: Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked the episode. Please share it with someone who might find it valuable as well. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover or a guest I should talk to, let me know. You can find out more on my website. Head over to politicwise.org. Until the next time.